Selamat datang ke Nerds Talking the Podcast di mana kita bercakap tentang UFO, buku komik, filem, perkhidmatan penstriman, teori konspirasi, hantu, permainan video dan banyak lagi. Episod baru setiap Jumaat pada semua platform tempat anda mendapat podcast kegemaran Nerds Talking the Podcast. Nerds Talking, the podcast. Yo, we talk about lightsabers, stunning your TV screens, what you want to stream, everything beyond your dreams. Want to talk about movies, sports, or even politics. Go ahead and tune into us, we'll give you all of it. Whatever you're debating, Xbox or PlayStation, Marvel or DC, Mac or PC. Teraflops when the movie drops, gigabytes, chips, RAM, no matter what it is, we got all of it. Welcome to the show. Nerds Talking, the podcast. Welcome to Nerds Talking the Podcast. I'm here with Laura, Carlos, and I'm Lafayette. That's right. Laura is back. Hey-o. She has put the baby to bed. No, I have found- put no? The, no, I've put the toddler to bed. The baby is in the husband's arms. Well, he has to do his part. Oh, he does his part and oh. more. He oh, is an active, active father for sure. Couldn't get along without him. Shout out, Austin. Love you. It's an active ingredient. He is. There you go. And Carlos is back from his hell vacation in Vegas. His, That's uh, us, right. He could tell us all about how Las Vegas was so much fun and also the worst. So, Carlos, let us know. When you went to Vegas for Christmas, great, great idea. Um, no. What is Vegas? What is Vegas for Christmas like? Is it worth people's time? And um, what happened? Well, also question, why did you go to Vegas for Christmas? Was this like a family thing? Was this a cho- like a choice your family individually made? What was the the circumstance? Well, my wife and I are both off for two weeks for Christmas mm-hmm. from work. So she wanted to take a trip. And since we've done a lot of the, you know, Southern California thing, she decided let's go to Vegas. Okay. Until at least New Year's Eve day. I was like, all right, that's fine. I I mean, at first I wasn't really hip on going, but I'm like, you know what? We are going to be stuck at home for two weeks. Fine, let's go. Mm-hmm. So we go, and let me just say that four days with a three-year-old is too many days. <laughs> Three Where'd is you fine. stay? Uh, we stayed at Treasure Island. Okay. We got a suite. Parents call it Junior Suite. The only thing that makes it a suite is it has double doors when you walk in. That's about <laughs> it. Um, but was it sweet? <laughs> mm, the view yeah, is sweet. So I was right ah, see? see the strip. That's see why strip. it's sweet. There you go. Yeah. And then uh anyway, <clears throat> so we did the whole thing and we're ready to come back the Christmas Eve day. And uh I did not realize that shit had hit the fan. So we get to the airport and our flight is supposed to be at 3 30. It gets delayed. The weather. Delayed. It took me a second for my brain yeah. to be like, shit hit the fan. The weather. Delayed, delayed, canceled. Uh, Well, shit. What do we do? I've never had a canceled flight before. I had no idea what to do. Um, So we go down to the desk and they switch our flight. And you wait in a long ass line. Uh, Well, everybody started going to the like the kiosks right there by the gate. Super long line. So let's go downstairs. We can't, you know, there's no flight anyway. So let's go downstairs. So it moved a little faster because they had more people working. Okay. Um, 
So they book us on another flight. Um, there's nothing available that night, so we have to stay a night. And they book us on another flight the next day. And I'm like, well, shit, we need to get another room. This is going to cost money. We need to take a cab or an Uber back to this. It costs money. Everything costs money. And uh, so, little hint, save all your receipts, people. I'm getting my money back. Save Damn all straight. your receipts. And uh, <clears throat> luckily, friend of the show, stand-up comic Ray Belito, got a comped room. All I had to do was pay the fees at Park MGM. So paid the fees, paid extra to, to check out late because our flight wasn't until 3.30. We left at 1 o'clock. Go back to the airport. Delay, delay, delay. Uh, and this Cancel. is Christmas Eve day? This is now Christmas. Oh! <laughs> you already Christmas. Remember, it's Southwest Airlines. The main corp, uh, culprit of all these delays. Yes. And then they switch us to a flight that's going to go... Our first flight was supposed to go to Santa Ana, John Wayne Airport in Orange County, and then to Sacramento. So that one got canceled. And then they switch us to a flight that's go to Palm Springs, Palm Springs to Sacramento. The Palm Springs to Sacramento leg got canceled for some reason. I'm like, you're in the fucking desert. There's no snow. And then the flight in Las Vegas that's going to Palm Springs eventually got canceled because they had no pilots. The plane was there. No pilots. Like, awesome. So that got canceled. And so they switched us to on standby for a 530 direct to Sacramento. They had pilots, a plane, not enough flight attendants. Who gives and a fuck? <laughs> and you're like, I'll I, just fend for you know, myself. You know what? Exactly. <laughs> it's a one-hour flight. I will shut yeah. my mouth and just get in, get out, right? So that gets canceled. Then we're on the 955 flight. We're on the flight. We're not a standby. <clears throat> so we wait. We wait. It's looking good. No delays. The plane is there at the gate. Looking good. 955 flight. Nine o'clock comes. Canceled. No delay. No reason. Just canceled. I'm like, you motherfuckers. So now we got to get another hotel and taxi back to the hotel. No Christmas. That's true. Because on Christmas Eve day, I, I try to get a rental car one way back home. We're going to drive. Let's go. Just drive. So I booked it online. But when you get to the rental place, they're like, no, we got no cars. I'm like, well, I just booked it. It just it allowed me to book it. So you can book it through like Priceline or whatever, but it doesn't mean you got the car. Oh. Like, you fucks. So now I'm, that was Christmas Eve night. And so now Christmas. Like you said, no Christmas. So luckily the boy is three years old, so he doesn't know. You know he kind of rolls with it. Yeah. So he's just having a good time playing with the toy that we bought him while he's there. And so anyway, so now go back to another hotel. This time we're at Circus Circus. I didn't realize Circus Circus has like the main towers and then it has like four or five other buildings that are like motels, right? Mm-hmm. I can only describe the hotel room. As this is where celebrities go to kill themselves. <laughs> That's how bad it looked. I'm like, what circus? Circus. That place hasn't been updated since like '88. Yeah, Man, and it's my a, bad. '81. It's behind the strip at the very end, behind the stratosphere. And uh, but it was full. I'm like, what are these people doing here? But apparently, because you know it's way <laughs> off the strip, so it's super cheap, right? 
And everyone else is stuck. <laughs> right. And so I figured, you know what? I'm going to rent a car first thing in the morning. And we're going to try to get another car. But in the meantime, it's already 1030 at night. I'm like, man, I'm not going to stay here another night. Let's just start walking. So I sent a text to You're going to hitchhike all the way home. <laughs> I sent a text to Lafayette and I sent a text to my older brother. They're both in Southern California. They're both three, maybe four hours away. I said, please come pick us up. I can't stay another fucking night in this city. <laughs> Fuck this city. So I knew my older brother was asleep by then, and I would get an answer by 3 or 4 in the morning, so that way I would know what our plan would be for the day. So at 4 in the morning, I get a text. I'm going to shower. I'm on my way. Like, sweet. Finally. But I had already booked uh, train tickets for Amtrak from Las Vegas. The Sacramento was sold out. But if I did Vegas to Bakersfield, and Bakersfield to Sacramento, there was plenty of room, which didn't make sense because the same route that they would take from Vegas to Sacramento. But that would have been a six-hour ride on the bus and then a five-hour ride on the train. So I canceled it because my brother was coming, and so he picked us up. And then we go to the Ontario airport, Ontario, California, because I had booked a car. When I get there, they tell me, oh, you booked today. I'm like, yeah, this morning. Said, yeah, we can't guarantee you a car, and it's a four-hour wait, and then you will more than likely get a twelve-passenger van. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? Find nine <laughs> other people that need to go to Sacramento. Right? Entrepreneurship, man. There's you could have been an Uber. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people stranded. <laughs> Just asked around, where are you going? Yeah. Bakersfield, hop on in. I'll drop you off. Where Get you going? Uh, Hundred bucks. Just like in right. Home Alone, where the <laughs> exactly. she hops exactly. on the U-Haul to head off to Chicago with the polka band. <laughs> well, but here's the funny thing: there was a celebrity in line renting a car. Oh, who? Which one? He got the car. Who was it? It was Jeremy Renner. Yeah, but he wasn't in like the regular line. He was like in that fast the VIP track, line. VIP line, whatever it was. Yeah. Did you so he take got a, a picture car. of him at least? No. Uh -huh. I've seen him once before. I was waiting for him. I was waiting with him one time at an airport in San Diego right after Comic Con. Mm -hmm. He was like two rows next to me. He was just on his phone, kind of minding his own business. I didn't want to bother him. But he was flying to Reno that night for some reason. But anyway, so now we're back in the car and we're going to Temecula, California. <laughs> I call budget rent a car. I'm like, I need to modify my my reservation from Ontario International to Temecula. And I said, yeah, looks good. You know what? Let us upgrade you. Because they, I told them all, all they had was a 12-passenger van. They're like, oh, they didn't have the car you wanted? I'm like, no, they don't have a car. Okay, so let me give you another car with a little more leg room. And we're going to take 28 bucks off. I'm like, funny thing is I didn't hear any of it except for $28 off. I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, she could have told me all we have is a Vespa, but we'll take 20. I'm like, oh, I don't care. 20 bucks. <laughs> so we get to Temecula. I go into the office, and in less than two minutes, I'm out the door in a Honda HRV, got the car. We go to my brother's house to stay the night just to rest, and we're off in the morning at 4 a.m. And this was already the 26th of December. Oh. So we finally get home. And how long is the drive? It's like eight hours? It was a seven-hour drive, seven but hours. with all the stops, it took longer than, you know. Yeah. But it was no traffic, so that's a good thing. There's no traffic, just go straight. Mm -hmm. And then, so I guess we ended up celebrating Kwanzaa this year. 
Yeah. How was it? <laughs> An open guest. And... Yeah. How was Kwanzaa? Was it? Yeah, it, was, was Kwanzaa? it was cool. It was like the best holiday I've ever had. It was, yeah. See? No complaints. No. You're the only person I know to ever celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah. Well, there you go. And we forced to celebrate this, it too. Happy you Kwanzaa. You put this in the books as the worst Christmas you've ever had. Yes. The It'll be a story. That's yeah. Okay. You'll 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 have a story to tell for the rest so of your life. What did you learn? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not to travel on holidays. For mm-hmm. One. Yep. And not to travel if you hear there's a storm. Because I heard that the, you know, when we first booked the tickets, um, no, no. But the day we left, it even said some alert came up. Uh, winter storm Elliot may affect your travel. I'm like, what? That's on the east coast, man. I'm on the west. I'm way on the west. Planes come so, from everywhere. <laughs> so I learned, no shit. I learned that Southwest does not have a Western route. They don't have planes mm. that just, you know, service the West. And they should. They're hubbed, they're hubbed in Atlanta, right? That's no, it's it in Texas. Love Texas. Texas. Okay. Yeah. So they should have a West, you know, service, but they do not. And what I also found out is when they were waiting for those two pilots for the Palm Springs, those pilots were coming from separate planes, from separate areas. I didn't realize they worked that way. I didn't realize you just worked with some stranger pilot. I'm like, hey, dude, you feeling all right? How's your mental stability? Cool, cool. Okay, cool. Let's go. <laughs> you know, you don't know these people. They're just kind of. They bounce but around. Anyway, yeah. So if you hear that there's a storm somewhere and anywhere and you're flying, prepared, be prepared just in case. Like from now on, if I hear there's a storm like anywhere, I'm hearing like, oh, Greenland's hit by tornadoes. I'm like, well, Greenland? <laughs> well, nope. I'm staying home. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, anyway. Now, do you think like next time you'll just the, your destination for the holiday will be to drive somewhere? Oh yeah, that way I have my own freedom. My own co- yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. I'm just gonna stay my ass home. <laughs> yeah, it's a better option for I the holidays. So. I mean, because even if you travel like say north of here, Tahoe or Reno, you're still liable to get stuck if it starts snowing. You know, so either go drive drive south or stay home. That's yeah, it. South is pretty much Sound it. advice. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. Um, wow. Laura, how was your Christmas? It was and how's fine. The we- how's the weather there? Uh, we had a tiny bit of snow. We didn't really have a big deal. People made a big deal out of it, but it was just a little bit of snow. It was a little slick. No big deal. Um, my Christmas was fine. It was uh, a little chaotic. We went, you know, over to Christmas Eve at my brother-in-law's house where I spent five hours bouncing a baby um, when no one offered to hold the baby. No, I mean, why? why <laughs> really? No, I know, right? Nobody offered to hold the baby the whole time. And so I'm just sitting there and, uh, and I, I let off. I didn't I didn't make Gosson do it because, you know, he needed to cut loose. So he was like having drinks and like having fun. And I'm like, well, I don't, you know, he needs time too, to to decompress but like nobody my sister-in-laws or my niece or my other niece like nobody offered to hold the baby so I just sat there for five hours bouncing a baby and then eventually when I had to change Charlotte the toddler's diaper like I had to dump her off on somebody and I gave her to my my niece who's 22 and pregnant and I was like well you got to get used to this hold this goddamn baby (laughs) And, and she was like ah and I'm like, get over it. <laughs> All scared to hold a baby. Yeah. She's about uh, to have one. Yeah. I'm like, get over it, sister. And so it was stressful. It was, I mean, it was, it was fun. We got lots of stuff. Charlotte had a blast. She ran around like a, you know, totally sugared up 
two and a half year old, which is exactly what she is. She had the time of her life. I almost had a breakdown towards the end because I'm like, this baby is hurtling towards an absolute meltdown and we need to leave right now. <laughs> and then, uh, and she did. She had a meltdown on the way home, cried the whole way home. And then mm. Christmas Day was pretty low key. We opened our gifts at home with, you know, just us, which was nice. And then my parents came over again for a super low key thing. I didn't clean the house. I had a frozen uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a frozen quiche in the refrigerator. And I'm like, this is what we're having. That's it. It's all you get. <laughs> yep. It's all you wow. get. And uh and then Christmas night, Austin took Charlotte back to his brother in law's house and I just stayed home with the baby and watched Netflix. <laughs> No, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nothing too, too special. You open the gifts in the morning, type of thing, and then yep. And then I was tasked with to make uh some I forgot what it was Chuck roast or something like that. Some BS. Ooh. Oh, I'm I'm a horrible chef, so nothing came out proper. <laughs> well, and, why would uh, somebody task you with Chuck roast like a main dish if you don't cook? Uh, you know, here's some instructions. Follow them, and I'm like, what? <laughs> that was German. Like, I'm just Did your girlfriend help. I she tried so hard and it didn't help. One <laughs> I just did not. I am not a chef. I'm. I know. I know I'm that. sure it was fine. I mean, you need. We should have just made spaghetti on Christmas. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's uh. So uh, that was what happened to us this past week. And um, Johnny and Hugh are on hiatus. So hopefully, we'll hear from them soon. But that's pretty much what we got going on. But up next, we're going to talk about Glass Onion, the sequel to, is it Knives Out, right? Is that what it's called? Yep. The Ryan A Johnson. Knives Out Mystery. Knives Out. Glass Onion on Netflix. We'll talk about that and more right after the break here on Nerds Talking, the podcast. Are you sick and tired of being fat? Yeah, man. Being told you're overweight? All the time. You need to eat better, exercise more. Well, yeah, for real. Don't fit in your clothes. Don't like the way you look. Yeah, that's about right. Feel like there's nothing you can do to change oh, that. No. Well, you're right. What? What makes you think you're ever going to change? Come on, man. Eat some more, fatty. Oh, okay. Because this podcast is about keeping the weight on and packing on more. Oh. Drowning in Sugar, the podcast. Okay. It'll fill your sweet tooth, mm. your tummy, yeah. and you'll pack on the pounds. We'll teach you how your obesity can get you a handicap blacker. Really? So you can park closer to that Chick-fil-A. Oh, I like this. That you've always wanted. Oh, yeah. How to get a free motorized scooter from the government oh. so you can get around easier. Zoom, zoom. How it's cheaper to only wear one piece of clothing all year round. How to do that? And how you can file for disability uh -huh. and collect money from the government for the rest of your life. Oh, wow. All because you chose uh -huh. to be a fat piece of turd. Oh, wow. Remember, be confident and not just in life, uh -huh. but also at your choices at In and Out Burger. Oh, hell yeah. The double double. Oh gotta get it yes animal style all the time and think of all the money you're saving by not joining the gym that's right that's or you could be on a treadmill hey wait listening to nerds talking the podcast oh, that's true breaking a sweat uh -huh. losing weight oh no, no telling yourself you're no longer gonna eat the garbage oh, maybe. and you're gonna be healthy oh. but not you oh, that's right. you're a winner hell yeah nerds talking the podcast now back to the show. Welcome back to Nerds Talking the Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, review, download, turn on your notifications, tell your friends every Friday new episodes of Nerds Talking the Podcast. I'm here with Carlos, Laura, and I'm Lafayette. And we're going to jump into our, this week's, I should say, uh, review of a movie that we all watched, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. A follow-up to Knives Out, which I think came out in what, maybe 2019? And, that sounds uh, right. This one is 
uh, straight to Netflix. They bought the rights to the sequel, and it stars Daniel Craig, Kate Hudson, Edward Norton, Catherine Hahn, Janelle Monet, Dave Batista, uh, and I think those are the main players. Oh, Leslie, Ethan Hawke for like five minutes. What about that Leslie guy? Leslie Odom Jr., that's right. Jo- Joseph play- Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. You Grant? Who was he? He was I, I saw Hugh. Oh, I saw. I remember. I saw Hugh Grant, and then who was the first one you mentioned? The Ethan the player. Yeah, who was Ethan Hawke? He was. The guy was shooting stuff in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. He's introduced them to the boat. I thought he looked familiar. Yes, yes. That's yes, an yes, interesting yes. cameo. Yeah, Yo Yo Ma was in it. What? Interesting. Huh. Serena Williams. We saw her in it. Yep. Um, yeah. And um, so was according to this. Oh, Yo Yo uh, Ma Kareem was Abdul the guy Jabbar. who told him how to figure out the the box, the layer layer of the track. Oh, gotcha. You got the chicken right. leg or the turkey leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. The party with Kate Hudson. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it had uh, Jessica Henwick played Peg, and Madeline Klein played Whiskey. Who was a big oh, yeah. part of the mm-hmm. story? Um. And of course, this is another whodunit mystery, just like Knives Out was. And uh, we'll start with Carlos. What did you think of Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, now available on Netflix? This is a good movie. This is a great follow-up to the first. Um, apparently, Rain Johnson can do murder mysteries. He cannot do sci-fi. He cannot do Star Wars. Uh, but he can do these movies. These are good. Daniel Craig is funny. Um, I loved his swim outfit. That was just so <laughs> Um, but no, it's good. It keeps. It's. I mean, it's got enough twists in it to the. I mean, not too many, and not like M Night Shyamalan bullshit twist. I mean, it's good. It's good. It, it keeps you riveted for the whole time. Um, I like the performances. Uh, Dave Batista was good. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Is there's nothing bad about. It. I didn't find anything bad about it. I mean, you kind of, you almost right when you almost think you know who did it. It's like, well, that's not what I thought. Other than that, I mean, I'll probably jump on whatever you guys say. Uh, but I liked it. I'd, I'd say I give it a four to five. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, before we jump to Laura, here's some movies by Ryan Johnson. Looper. I saw Looper. Uh, I liked Looper. Uh, of course, as you said, Knives Out, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, uh, The Brothers Bloom. Um, Didn't see it. Uh, nothing too much more that you might know. And of course, he's already signed on to Knives Out 3 on Netflix. Like Yay! Automatically. I'm happy they're making a third. Yeah, when when they signed two, they already gave him money for three, like right awesome. away. Awesome. But Laura, what's your take on Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery? I freaking loved it. I, I loved the first Knives Out, and the second one was just as good. It has a little bit of different tone. It's not... Knives Out, the first one i mean there was definitely a whodunit mystery but there was an a little bit of funny but more also like some dark just like weird stuff that kind of throws you off guard this one was obviously an interesting mystery and very funny and but also intense like you are like kind of riveted to find out what exactly is happening and i like how they did the same format as they did in knives out where they start with a mystery and you get like half or three-fourths the way through the movie and then then the curtain pulls back to reveal 
the entire the, backstory. The backstory that yeah. puts everything into perspective. And so that's an interesting way to do it that really keeps you guessing till the end. Um, I thought everyone was fantastic. Daniel Craig in that role is just awesome. And I think it's interesting that he also plays um, the is it Jacques, Jacques Cousseau, the, the Agatha Christie with the murder on the Nile, like that famous detective. So he's got these two detective characters that he plays and they're, they're fascinating to watch. And I, the performances were great. The costuming was really great. <laughs> the, I loved the way everyone was dressed. It was very um, appropriate to their personalities. I don't normally notice that kind of thing, but it just seemed particularly impactful in this one. And the ending was really fantastic, which I'm I'm not going to spoil it, but I just really liked the ending. And what's your rating? Five out of five. I have nothing. I have nothing bad to say about this movie. I completely enjoyed five. it. Wow. I will definitely rewatch. And yeah, it's think, a, it's, um, it's good. Do you think Rain Johnson dislikes Elon Musk? Oh, like as his. <laughs> Well, clearly, uh, that's what that's, Edward Norton yeah. is. Yeah, that's yeah. who he's based off of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did What did the company Alpha do? Did they ever specifically say, like, the big no. idea? I didn't no. think so. Okay, I wasn't sure. No, but I mean, yeah, the, yeah, no, no. I mean, it was, it was, in the end, it was to be the new, the new energy. Yeah. And so forth, but um, but Perot, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, thank you, Carlos. But yeah, Carlos was uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, he Jacques said, this is I was like, what? Cousteau. I didn't what know he did yeah, an underwater documentary. I was like, he played Jacques <laughs> Cousteau. Like, when was this? Um, it was a good movie. Um, like you said, a lot like the first one where we get the background, how it all intertwines and fits. I, I, I like movies that show you the first like angle of something and then they show you the backside of all this is happening on the back, but you still see what's happening, which you already saw. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how does it all work out? Okay, when she got shot. I thought she was dead. Everybody Me too. About a hundred percent. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah for, uh, when he was crying, I'm like, "Why are you crying?" Yeah. But yeah then the whole yeah. backstory shows up. But then, yeah, those weren't real tears either. No, but, and, no. and Jeremy uh, Renner shows why. up in this podcast again with his. Oh, hot that's sauce. right. The hot sauce. <laughs> that's right. Oh, he kept. Oh, the character Edward Norton plays names drops everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Name Jared drops Leto and the left and and... Shumbuka, whatever it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The kombucha. Uh, Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Anderson Cooper's Anderson party. Cooper. Yeah. That never was. Which was a ruse. Yeah. Which was clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, no, it's a fantastic movie. It's definitely a uh, you could definitely watch it numerous times. What's better, the first one or the second one? What do you guys think? Uh what would you take? First or I second? I think they're both different i would say i i probably the second one just because i just like the tone of it because it was a little bit lighter um but they're still so so good and i can't wait to watch another one and also watching it the whole time i was like god i need a cocktail like a really well made (laughs) cocktail because i feel like there was a lot of booze well positioned and i was like oh man i could go for a lovely gin and tonic or a french 75 right now make me feel fancy and drink when the first one if i recall they come together because of death in the family right and they all yep. think they're going to claim the fortune of this Real individual yeah. Yep. okay yeah yeah so this one's vastly different vastly different well and there's mm-hmm. also this whole thing of like who killed him and yeah know, all and this kind of stuff i mean this one is basically about a, a tech billionaire clearly i guess i guess i guess tech 
um that basically has has his friends how would you say has them every year they do a get together i know but he kind of has them like on a uh short leash a short leash oh, yeah yeah, yeah for because sure. of the secret because of the money that he can yeah yeah the secret that he holds the, over them basically and um and that's pretty much all. That's that's the plot. And he brings them together every year. They, and they seem like none of them like each other. Mm-hmm. They hate each other, and and that's kind of where you started. Point. But yeah, it's great. And then what do you guys think about Ryan Johnson saying that Dave Batista, the best acting wrestler ever? I agree. Because it's funny he said that because as I'm watching it, I'm going, hmm, The Rock couldn't do that. Hmm, the Rock couldn't do that. You know, especially when he was just acting like he was choking. He just, he, you know, he was, cho- he, he was poisoned or whatever it was. Yeah, you totally, I, I was like, no, nah, The Rock couldn't do that. Because obviously in The Rock's contract as well, where he doesn't die or lose fights in his films. Because <laughs> uh, he's the alpha male. I mean, right, I don't then, know. I, is he like really the greatest actor? Because he kind of just plays the same character. Wrestling Over actor. and over. Yeah, oh, well, that's not yeah. I mean, wrestling actor. I mean, but then again, I don't have anything to compare it with, so... Maybe he is. I don't know. It well, just seems to me like he plays the same character over and over, which is fine because, you know, he's fun to watch. So, but I mean, it was, I guess it's really, I mean, who would you compare him to? I mean, Hulk Hogan was the same character in every movie he did. True. True. Um, the Rock is every, the same guy every movie he does. Yeah. And you got Batista. Well, Cena. Cena's a good actor too. Uh, he's funny. He's comedic. He's funny. He can be funny. I yeah. think he might be maybe a little, but. But then again, yeah, you're right. He plays the same character over and over again. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they're all just good in their own right in the sense of, like, they do what they do and they do it well. I just think Batista has a more of a range than the others. That's just what it is. He can and- play he can play the kind of the goofy guy like he was in this, where he was supposed to be that that streaming guy, which you can never yeah. see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he could be like he was not Blade Runner, the down and out. Like, um, I don't know what he was, supposed to be a bad guy or... Forgot what he was in Blade Runner, but um, then he could do comedy. He could, I don't know, he could do quite a bit. But uh, I would say it wrestling wise, there's only four people that come to mind, and I put him on top of the list. Yeah, but I just loved it when know. he was swimming and he had his gun in his speedo. That was pretty uh, entertaining. At all times. Yeah, at all times. <laughs> so I would, I would, I haven't seen Kate Hudson in forever and anything. Mm-hmm. She looked great too. She came out in that bikini, and I was like, "Damn, girl, you look good." Right. And then she didn't want to get in the pool when the other girl came out. Yeah, like, yeah. nope, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. Of, like even Ed Norton, you don't see him in a lot of stuff. You know, he was. I think he's very choosy about what he does now. I think I've read that before. Like, because I mean, he's got shit ton of money. I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, I just uh, it's good to see him in the movie because you don't really see him much, and he's a really good actor. But yeah. I give the movie. Uh, I give it a four out of five. A four to five. I mean, the first one is a little darker in tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just completely different storyline, of course. Uh, I don't know. I thought the first one was good. I thought this one was more enjoyable. So it was. There was more. Everybody had more character. More way more character. Yeah, yeah. Way more character, and and uh, and they had more to lose. In the first movie, they had nothing to lose. They were just trying to gain. Right. They didn't gain. Right, right. Here, they were just trying to hold on to this secret so they can keep their status. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But so fantastic. First one did have Chris Evans in it. So. 
We've really oh, got to put that bun ahead of all the other. No, he was, <laughs> Sorry. he was the bad guy. He was the bad guy. He was the bad guy. And that's kind of where that one girl got her start. Uh, uh, the, the main actress in that movie that ended up playing Marilyn Monroe. I forgot her name. Oh, I didn't know she played. Marilyn. She did, yeah, she did a Ben Affleck for a while. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. She, she was good. Knives Out sequel, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Now on Netflix. Check it out. The only place you can check it out is Netflix. So, and I will really say one last thing about it. I yeah. do really like the glass onion metaphor that Daniel Craig lays out in the beginning and at the end, and about how it all kind of comes together. It's like it appears to be complicated, but really, it's all incredibly transparent. And so, I, I like that. I thought that was clever. Oh, it was. I'm telling every the way the way Ryan Johnson writes that wrote that movie was very clever yeah he's already done like four or five movies and carlos hates him <laughs> well he did a lot of uh breaking bad he forever tarnished uh star wars mm-hmm. and he wants his he wants another crack at star wars i mean no. but is that fair though as a director i mean aren't you i mean so I've heard before, I'm, I, I've never been in the business, but I've heard before from listening to podcasts that a movie is made three times when it's written, when it's filmed, and then when it's edited. And like, if any of those three go wrong, it's just kind of fucked. And I'm like, so as a director, you're given a script, right? And so, you know, you've got some vision for how you shoot it, right? But really, it comes down to the writing. Well, he wrote it. He wrote oh. Last Jedi. Oh. Yeah, so oh. sorry about that. All right, yeah. never mind. <laughs> But yeah, I, burn I, it I to the ground. Fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> but I, you also got to blame like Kathleen Kennedy and you know Lucasfilms. They have to supervise. I mean, they have to supervise it and oversee like, it and, and, and approve. It. Yeah, approve yeah, the yeah, script. Yeah, yeah. And, like that's what you approved. You should get fired. But remember, the Last Jedi. This the main. The story was written by George Lucas. The treatment. Ryan Johnson just wrote the script. My husband has hard opinions on Kathleen Kennedy. Hard opinions. Wait a second. <laughs> that sounds like something we can get into. Um, no, no, not that horrible. kind of hard. Okay, yeah. But... <laughs> no, like he fucking hates her. <laughs> oh, no, she's horrible. She's horrible. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah, yeah. She's horrible. She uh, she's in charge of everything George Lucas. So Indiana Jones and Star Wars. And she nope. is. Ugh. Yeah, and you know we're all looking. People are like, "Oh, the next Indiana Jones." I was like, "Uh, y'all saw Crystal Skull, right? Like, why are we excited Garbage. about this next one? Why are we excited yeah. about uh, a seventy-year-old man playing Indiana Jones? <laughs> they released the first preview, and he's on a CGI horse with a CGI Indiana Jones on top of it. <laughs> and the word is that they had to already go back in and do a bunch of reshoots because Reshoot. Disney's like, "This is crap." <laughs> like, we put out a preview, oh, really? but. This is garbage. Like, what are you guys doing? Uh, I, I mean, supposedly she's on the hot seat, like she's on her way out. That's that's what they're saying. So, yeah, um, one can only hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you guys hear that Back to the Future Netflix is negotiating right now to make a series out of Back to the Future. Okay, just don't do a reboot. Just you can't well, reboot. That's what it would be. It would be a reboot, reboot, right? Gold. You think about it if it's a series. Just let it go, guys. Just let it yeah. go. Stop let it live. They're all cash grab. No, just make yeah. it a super, super like complicated they like, try to thriller. Ghostbusters, right? 
No, well, that was. That was... I, I thought <laughs> was, Afterlife Laura, was okay. Laura. No, no, no. Oh, Afterlife. He's talking one. about the reboot with the yeah. SNL cast. No. Oh, that was just. But Afterlife just... was kind of hard to watch too. But at least it's it wasn't a reboot. It was just a continuation. Yeah. That yeah. I can deal with. But when they try to reboot it with an all woman cast, really, where did you think that was gonna go? And I the mean, new... what's funny? What's funny is that I have Voodoo. I don't know what Voodoo is. You can download purchase movies yep and it's called movies anywhere and you can watch on your phone your tv whatever it's an app anyway one day the ghostbusters reboot showed up for free i'm like wow that's how bad it was after giving that shit out for free i'm like all right cool i guess oh, it's so bad. and then they tried to turn it into some like oh if you don't like it you hate women it's like oh, oh yeah big or, time it's or, a feminism movie <laughs> i don't like it because it fucking sucks yeah <laughs> And well, the worst part women about didn't it, go watch it. They didn't like it either. <laughs> yeah. Well, the worst part was it was a straight copy of the first one. It was a straight reboot. The characters were all similar, all the same. Everything. Everything was the same. Why would yeah. you do that? I watched some like breakdown of it. I don't remember the name of the channel because my husband watches it and he showed it to me. But it's a really good channel that like dissects, you know, movies. I think it. I think it was Red Letter Media. Do you guys ever watch Red Letter Media on YouTube? No. You guys, you might like them. Uh, you should check it out. But uh, they just dissect like exactly where everything goes off the rails with this movie uh, about the the reboot of ghostbusters and i was just like man you guys know what you're talking about like they will just point out these specific scenes it's like this is terrible and this is why <laughs> like they will... it's you guys should check it out red letter oh, it's, Media. it's it's a terrible movie and then the news ghostbusters um that they're gonna make the sequel to afterlife the uh who wrote that wasn't it the original director or harold ramus's son his son yeah, so he's out already as the new oh, really? Yeah, he's out. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens, though. You give an idea for the sequel, they're like, that's stupid. Okay. Next. Who else has an idea? You know, that's pretty much... That, kind of like Josh Whedon as Wonder, Wonder Woman. He got booted. He wrote a Wonder Woman script. Oh, yeah. We were like, nope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that's crap. Um. But there you go. Back to the Future might be coming to you via Netflix as a TV series. Who would you even play? Who would you cast as Michael J. Fox? That's the problem. You got to have that guy, that charismatic teenage character. Tom Holland. He's Tom the Holland. best. Honestly, he'd yeah. be the perfect fit if you ever yeah. rebooted. Well, someone Back did to a the deep future. fake of Tom Holland as Michael J. Fox and Robert Downey Jr. as Doc Brown. It looked <laughs> really good. It was the scene where in, they're in high school. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah, got, yeah, and he's back in the whatever forties or fifties in high school, and man, it looked good. It looks really good. I'm like, I could, okay, I could see that. I would watch that. Yeah. So, so <laughs> the, the creators of South Park, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they they own the like number one deep fake company. Oh, really? They, matter of fact, they just invested twenty million dollars into it to mm. to just do that. What Carlos just so we can just. Hey, you want to do Indiana Jones? You don't have to be in it. You just have to voice it, Harrison. We're going to get somebody else to play the part. We're going to deep fake it, and then we're good to go. And I don't understand why they don't do that, some of these people. Just do it. Who cares? People are really having Because it's have... super expensive. Oh, Is yeah. The but the company that if... Bruce Willis sold his rights to? Because Bruce Willis wants to continue making films, but he can't make films. So he sold yeah, his so rights. So he deep faked it. Or deep fake. Deep fake. I mean, that's smart, though. I mean, why, why not, yeah, right? Too much I mean... alimony to... <laughs> he had to pay. More. <laughs> I just I think it's it's a good idea if 
people are clamoring for more of these old actors, but Ooh, they're not. Then... Movie. Mm. Well, just, they talked about just, that for years, though. Just let just let a new generation, a new generation of, of stories happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. let's let it go, guys. Like, let's just stop reaching towards the past and make something new worth watching. Well, that's what I don't understand about Indiana Jones. Just cat, just recast Indiana Jones, yeah. and because Indiana Jones movies aren't in chronological order. Yeah, you could put them in any time period. Just get a new person to play the part. Like people were pissed off about the Solo movie because that guy wasn't nothing like like a Harrison Ford. No shit, no shit. He was <laughs> twenty five years old playing the part of Han Solo. You know, so yeah, no, it's uh, anyway. There's that. Um, whatever. But anyway, I'm I'm interested though. What Netflix might do with that? I'm kind of. If you make it a series, though, I feel like it's gonna it's gonna kill. Like it's not gonna have the same six parts to, to do a six part like show season to explain the first movie like eh. nothing yeah, to explain we all know the I, story yeah i don't need it uh and again unless you make a twist then you make it way more well i don't know what you could do with that really because it's a comedy so hey anyway great movie so go watch back to the future kids all three of them fantastic so we'll be right back after this sarah nerds talking in the pocket welcome to the zoo you can see a lot of animals here. Wait, wait, I don't know wait. if you can see to the right. You can't, um, There's an elephant right hey, there. Steve, you can't really. Um, you can't see the animals. No, listen. It's no. a zoo. No, I mean, but it's a. Anyway. Uh, okay, listen. If you look out there, you see a giraffe. No, you can't His see. Steve. No. It's not. What? It's a podcast. It's a what now? You know, they, they listen to it. What do you mean? They can't they see. They look hard enough, they can see. No, they can't see anything. Okay, look here. Stop. You see right there's a beaver. No, there's no beaver there. It's just, you can only hear you. You didn't mean there's no beaver. Because, well, it, they can only, it's a podcast. What do you mean? What is a podcast? What, you know, they listen to you. It's like, this is the zoo. It's like the radio, you know? We're at the zoo. What, we're, we're, well, no, we're not. We're, this is a show. We're promoting for people to listen but to But I'm you looking at the animals, animals right now. I know. They can't see what I see. No, they can't. They can only hear what I'm it's, saying. Exactly. You got it. Now, now you understand. Then why the fuck am I doing this? You said we're gonna do a show well, about you know, the zoo. I, yes. Thought we're gonna be at the zoo. Well, we are. With the sea thing. So gonna, you're telling me we're uh-huh. just recording this shit. Yeah, recording. And then I, they're gonna have to hear me talk about how yeah. the rhino is fucking the rhino uh, okay. and the elephant and the fucking monkeys. Um, and I, you know listen, what? I, I just, don't want to do any of this shit. Oh, come on. Get it? I'm out of here. I mean, we're, it's just it's a show about the if zoo. If they can't I mean, see the animals, get people who gives to come shit? to the zoo. So you're supposed to be talking about this the is not what I signed up for. I mean, where you going? Get it? Go do your own thing. I hope the lion eats it. Oh, don't be like that. I mean, it's just everybody. Please visit your local zoo. Well, don't worry, we'll fix this. Well, eat, eat my. Come on, eat my dick. Come on, man. That's not cool. Nerds talking encourages you to visit your local zoo to see all the wildlife you can't see otherwise outside of your natural habitat. And no, the lion will not eat your dick unless you jump over the fence and you allow it to. I've seen it once. Horrible. But then again, I did laugh. So enjoyable. There you go. Nerds talking the podcast. Visit a zoo. Welcome back to Nerds Talking the Podcast. I'm here with Carlos, Laura, and I'm Lafayette. You know, I forgot to tell you guys. Happy New Year. And it is Ooh. happening this weekend. Happy New Year. Hopefully you get yourself wasted and transport to 2023. So, uh, Laura, what are your plans? Is it going to be uh, in bed by 8.30, up by 9.30 with a baby on your lap? And it's yeah. going to do the one-hour rotation? Hmm. Uh, yeah, probably. Normally in New Year's, I hate New Year's. It's actually my least favorite holiday of the entire year. I don't really see the point in New Year's. It's just time turning on. We observe time turn on every single fucking day. New Year's resolutions are for losers. If you want to change your life, ch- change your life any Whoa. day of the year. You don't have to wait for a calendar to turn over to do it. And yeah. And so normally in New Year's, what I do is I have dinner 
me and my husband have dinner with my best friend and her husband early and then we go home and then they go to a, another friend's party and we just you know go to bed at like midnight but i can't stay up to midnight anymore so i will likely be in bed by 8 30 9 o'clock and up at 1 and 2 a.m to 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 tend to a six-week-old, and there are many, many needs. No worries. Uh, tomorrow will still be there. Yep. So, But you're right. I think New Year's is is stupid. Yeah. Like, in the sense of, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't, watching Anderson Cooper get drunk on TV with his buddy? I don't know. Like, and there's so much pressure to have a good time. Again, I can have a good time anytime I want. I no, don't you can't. To... No. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that, though. What you do on New Year's? Oh, man, I fell asleep like at 10 o'clock. What, bro? I was at the club. I yeah. was wasted. I was up to like 4 a.m. It's like, oh, I got good sleep, man. I feel pretty good today. Yeah. <laughs> I feel healthy. I feel hydrated. My liver feels, you know, healthy yeah. and full. My resolution is full go. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, resolution is to keep being fucking awesome. Remember, you have a whole year to do your resolution. So you can go 300, you know, all the way to 355 days. As long as somehow you keep it on that last day, then you'll you be all right. 365. Oh, 65. Yeah. 364 days. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, it's actually, if your resolution was to lose weight, start your diet, you know, on uh, Saturday. <laughs> so, I lost a pound. I lost a go. pound. Waking up tomorrow, eating again. <laughs> Carlos, what's your New Year's uh, spiel? You any plans or you said you have in Vegas? Oh you, you, wow! You're wow! You're stupid. Uh, you gonna drive there? No, I've got no plans. I'm. It's not a big deal to me anymore. It's like, eh, whatever. It's what day did it fall on? It's uh Saturday. Saturday to Sunday. Yeah. So, to me, it's just Saturday night and get yeah. up Sunday. Yeah, it's not a big deal to me. And like the whole resolution thing is, I think that's stupid as well. Uh, like Lafayette said, you can start and finish that thing whenever you want. I mean, you can. Like say you were to lose, I'm going to lose weight this year, and then next week you lost like pound or two. Score! I did it. Now I can, you know, <laughs> check it off the list. Eat as much as I want. Yeah, I did it. So let's do it again. Next I just year. think resolutions are just for people to um, to set some type of I don't know. It's it's like quit smoking. I'm gonna quit smoking. Yeah, you can do it any time, but if you set that, okay, this is it. This is the year, and then you know it never happens. But it's more like you're trying to set a goal, but. Eh, you're never gonna reach it. Never gonna reach it. Yeah, it's because you could do that anytime. If you exactly. really wanted to set a goal, you can do it in mid June. You can do it in yeah, February. Exactly. You can do it in November. Like if you want something, you can do it whenever. It just are it's arbitrary. And I think it's yep. it's it's basic. Oh, it's, it's super basic. mid. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right though. And it's so but you know, New Year's is here. So 2023. And all people that go, oh man. 2022 or they go eh, 2021 was shit oh man it's gonna be a better year i'm like man you know how time works calendars don't matter <laughs> no. <laughs> the calendars like calendars are just there to to keep keep you on track <laughs> like, yeah time is calendars. an illusion yeah yeah, yeah. to keep your appointments it's all it's for yeah, yeah. calendars just there just you can go what day is it mm -hmm. you know shit don't nothing's changed you know like you know oh you're not gonna wake up on sunday oh man all new me it doesn't work that way. I, I feel, feel so little, different today. I bum. so different. Though, okay, I will, I will counter my statement a little bit. Is that when I when I have been dieting, there has a lot 
a lot of times in my life and been like on Monday. Oh yeah. Well that's always though. <laughs> yeah, that's a, on Monday. That's always the on Monday thing is it's yeah. not even that. Tomorrow. You know, it's one of those yeah. things you're like, ah, I already ruined my diet today, so screw it. I'm gonna eat this. Ah, yeah. tomorrow. I'll get back on yeah. it tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Wahlberg gave out his secret diet plan on Instagram. What's that? Anyway. He said you should only eat from noon to six, and that's it. You should fast eighteen hours a day, and you will lose weight. So that was his. Th- that was his take. And he said, "Eat whatever you want, but only from noon to six. You cannot." I'm not, I'm not big on this intermittent fasting thing because it just sounds a lot like like partial anorexia. <laughs> like that's <laughs> like I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not big. I think it just depends on how much you consume within that block. Yeah, exactly. I could eat a lot of food in six hours. That's what like, I'm saying. A lot so, of food. In like six at like hours. At, at that at that five fifty eight mark, you're like, oh shit, I gotta eat as much as I can. I got two minutes. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I ate half a tin of butter cookies today. So you know those what the blue. Uh, oh yeah, Danish, around noon. Uh, yeah, around the royal noon, so dance at the yeah. right time, noon. Yeah. See? Oh yeah, there you go. I'm doing great. You're doing great. You're right. You hit the pocket. You're right in that. Well, right I didn't have an egg McMuffin for breakfast. Uh, uh, well, Mark would be so upset with you and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so upset with you. But I mean, that dude's 52, I think, and he is just ridiculous. He looks great. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So uh, yeah. Well, there you go. That's what we got for you today on Nerds Talking the Podcast. Uh, any New Year's messages before we get out of here? Carlos? Don't fly during bad weather. Ah, yes. He's learned his lesson. Laura? Time is a flat circle. And we all just run in the same loops over and over and over again. Holy shit. This show just went oh, super emo. Fucking. That's from True wow. Detective. You guys ever watched that show? Oh, yeah. Time, I love time that is, show. Oh, God. I fucking love it. Time is a flat circle. I use that phrase all the Let's time. Let's tell you what, what the problem with that show is. The first season put the bar way too high. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> way too high. <laughs> yep. And then I would agree with that. Downhill from there. It's and then that season not two so was good. No, no, no. Season two was absolutely good. good. But not, good. Good. But not no, as good. No, no, you're absolutely good. right. It's they're just... all good. It's just they just go down, though. Yeah. I mean, season can't. three is not bad either. Oh, yeah, it's I love just... season three too, but you can't replicate season the magic one. of season one. Yeah, um, McConaughey, just one. He just he's yeah. a he's an amazing nutty dude. nut nut. Yeah, yeah he's, but he's, he's so a great good, actor. Though. Yeah, uh, he's so good. I can't wait for the fourth one. They're making it right now with Mel Gibson. Uh, so ah, really? no, I just made that up. Hopefully, ah, that's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> Hopefully, it comes true. <laughs> and I you hope it's just lethal weapon. Me. She'd make she detective with Merton Riggs. With Merton Riggs. I can't do this shit no more. I'm retired. Too old for this shit. Too old for this shit. Uh, I'll tell you, two of the greatest characters on screen ever. All right. That's our show. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. It's talking to podcast for Laura. Goodbye. For Carlos. Bye bye. And I'm Lafayette. We'll see you next time here on Nerds Talking the Podcast. Yeah. We're cruising down the highway. Yeah. Looking real fly, babe. Uh, you know you wanna get this. <laughs> this game is stupendous. Fantastic, we go on a voyage. No looking back, you pack your backpack. We jump on the track, we just keep on going. Turn up the beat, we grip in the street. My flow was unstoppable. Go ahead and top this. If you think you're dope within this, no stopping it. It's time for me to tell you how it is in this business. Walking to my gospel, can I get a witness? Everybody wanna be up on the stage, get paid, be made, have your name and life. We take a late night flight to a show tonight. No pit stops, layovers in this thing called life. No stop me now. Yo. 
I keep going. Yeah. When the curtain lifts and the spotlight hits, uh. I'ma have to show em. The rhyme is my lifeline. Every line that I write might be the last time you stop pressing rewind or go past go. There's more to see, have a seat, and enjoy the show. Not so you rap a lot, I won't stop till my heart's final tick-tock When this beat shuts off and the mic drops And they take me off stage in a hollow box Created with a purpose to self-indulge on the verses Talk about how I'm so dope and you heard this Check the pulse of doctors and the nurses Results read that this dude is so perfect Welcome to the motion, I feel like I'm coasting Riding on the beat like a boat in the ocean Only evolve, no regrets or resets Never going backwards, only forward with my steps And the bar's now set, raise your hand if you are next You can flow like me, then you gain my respect This is lift off Gone into the next orbit. Plug it in, turn it up, let you absorb it. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Don't look down now. Yo. Cause the sky's the limit. Oh. And we ain't touched down. This game is my habit. I'm an addict, never quit, gotta have it. Ever see a mic in sight, I gotta grab it. Turn me up, play a beat, and watch the magic. Your votes push the campaign. Let me explain how to change the game. I convert words to work to adapt to the flow. I'ma make a wish in audio. It's like you won a lotto. Kids need adult supervision, parent permission to get your sign slip so you can listen to this shoot. I'm the antidote for what's dope, the ill sickness. If you like this, come on and rock with it. Welcome to the motion. Yeah. Gotta keep flowing. Yo. Never looking back now. Uh. Never gonna back down. I stay focused on the forces who oppose us. The opponents can't hold us. Ready, set, go. Play the beat to let you know if you got what it takes. Then show the flow. Tonight, you will get your dick ripped off. That doesn't sound right, does it?